Saskatchewan is agriculture, and 620 CKRM is proud to be your source for everything ag. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. It's brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. Today we talk with the CEO of Canadian Western Agribition. The show officially opened at 10 o'clock this morning with the burning of the brand ceremony. The Beef Breeds Council of Canada holds its annual meeting today in Regina. And we talk with the council chair and the keynote speaker a PhD in cattle genetics from Australia. We also chat with the president of STARS Air Ambulance and the province's Minister of Agriculture, David Merritt. Both were part of official opening ceremonies today at Agribition. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM News Director, Jim Smalley. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. Canadian Western Agribition kicked off this morning in Regina with free admission and the burning of the brand ceremony. The free admission is for today. CEO Sean Kindop says today's snowfall will have little impact on attendance. The Agribition supporters, if there's one people that I believe in that can that can uh, weather a bit of wind and some snow, it's uh, it's the Agribition supporters and it's those folks. So it's, I'm confident that people are still going to show. And again, it's it's free admission, so it's if there's one day that you're going to want to come, it's this one. You know, you get the burning of the brand. It's the official kickoff. Let's let's not let a little bit of snow. We're Saskatchewan, and uh, we've seen it before, so let's uh, we're we're looking forward to seeing everybody come out. Give me a few of the highlights for today and this week. Yeah, so it's already kicked off with the Canadian National and Youth 4-H championships and the uh, alpaca fleece judging we've got uh, some chore team uh, competitions we've got the burning of the brand we've got uh, the horse pull auctions uh, to all happening today so it's it's jam-packed and this week what are you hoping for attendance wise we're looking at back in that six-figure mark uh, pre-pandemic levels again we, we weren't far off uh, during the pandemic so looking forward to, to getting back to a bit more of a normal and uh, welcoming those folks back you're pretty happy with the livestock entries yeah, absolutely. Again, it's you never know what's going to happen due to pre-pandemic levels, but uh, or after, I guess you go through the pandemic. So, to to see the support that we got after the pandemic again is is fantastic. We're very proud. A lot of foreign visitors come to this show. How many are you hoping to see? Yeah, again, we're hoping everything's trending to that pre-pandemic, so we're hoping to get towards that 12, 1300. And uh, I'd love to beat the 86 countries from previous years. So it's it's always the goal to get bigger and better. So it's we're, we're hoping to do that. We talked about this before. What are the key reasons why people from places like Mongolia, Australia come here? Yeah, like Saskatchewan's a heartbeat of agriculture. This is where you're going to come and you're going to learn from the best in agriculture. And uh, Saskatchewan and Canada have fantastic genetics. And uh, there's lots that you can accomplish coming to the show, especially since this is where business gets done. You've got a rodeo on this week? Can't wait. Yeah, it's, uh, it kicks off on Wednesday with free admission courtesy Mosaic. And um, yeah, ends with Championship Saturday on... Well, obviously on Saturday, so we've uh, there, there's a bunch of uh, exciting things coming through. We've got the Yellowstone guests that are going to be attending the rodeo and uh, first responders night, and 
energy appreciation energy appreciation night so there's there's so much and there's something for everybody and it's if there's one event that uh, to kick it off before we head into christmas it's uh, it's the rodeo you talked about events for today what about tomorrow and, and beyond yeah we kick off uh, tomorrow we get the indigenous agriculture summits we got uh, the grain expos we've got some special guests coming to those as well so yeah there's there's a ton happening throughout the any questions? I guess, would you say uh, this is the first, like, real show you guys are back since COVID hit a couple of years ago? Yeah, so it's to, to truly be able to be back, because, again, we had some people uh, last year who you, you might have been protecting yourself and staying home or unable to travel just due to uh, the current state of the uh, of the countries that they were in so we're we're getting excited to be back to a bit more normal where again if you walk through the barns being able to smile at people is it, it's really what agribition is about so to be able to uh, to not have masks and be able to smile at one another is that uh, we're excited you're ready for a show so what are you excited for i'm excited to learn like uh, so i've got a very talented team i've got some people who have been here upwards of 25 years so to be able to get some of that education from them and learn from the show so that i can uh, carry my own momentum into next year is is what we're, i'm most excited for Sean Kindop is the CEO of Canadian Western Agribition. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. This portion is brought to you by Conexus Credit Union. Show your Conexus card for free admission to Canadian Western Agribition. The Beef Breeds Council of Canada holds its annual meeting this afternoon in Regina at Agribition. David Sebald is the chair of the council. He says the council is involved with high-tech data for expanding Canadian beef exports. We have a lot of guests, a lot of our members, which are all the breeds that are showing here are all members of our organization and what we really do is oversee and are part of the national beef strategy one of the seven national organizations that look after the national beef strategy and our role in that is really the genetic advancement of the canadian beef herd and how are you doing that we're utilizing the technology dr steve miller's here he will present later today but really what we're doing in our semen project which is really digitizing the data that exists in all of the silos and the components of the beef value chain cow calf feed lot, packer, retailer, consumer, and taking all that data learning and putting it on a super highway. So we compile a large amount of data and now we can actually start to advance our genetics through targeted breeding. Now there's a lot of foreign visitors coming here. Other years have been as many as 86 countries. What do they come for and how are you involved? What they come for, and one other extension of our uh, CBBC platform, is the support of international markets. And so all these international guests, why they're coming here for is the genetics that our Canadian stockmen, stock ladies, truly builds here. Canada is known worldwide for the quality of the genetics across a whole host of breeds. And I think, I think there's 12 showing here, but uh, in Canada there's uh, over 30 breeds, different breeds registered in Canada and they all come with various traits from you know carcass quality, mothering ability, calving ease, and, and, and production efficiencies. And so in the end, we're in the protein business. And genetics are a big component. DNA is it is in everything in our life. DNA influences the production efficiencies of that protein. So it's, a big, it's, a big, it's a big story. A lot of these countries don't like to import 
live livestock anymore. It's just worried about disease spread. So there's other ways. Outline some of those other ways that they get Canadian genetics. Oh, well, you're exactly right. So the, the live trade is, is more the protein edible component, but the genetic component travels globally now through embryos and semen. And so here in Canada, we have multiple facilities across our country that collect those embryos, collect that semen for distribution to other countries, and that's how they access our genetics. And how is that trade? Is it good? Very good. I would say uh, COVID disrupted everybody's business models. Uh, you know, trade and travel was drastically reduced, but that's why the foreign guests that you talked about are coming here, is to access those genetics to take back to their countries to improve their quality of animal for their customers, whether it be domestically or international. And Agribition gets them, gives them a chance to see what that genetic will do. I would say Agribition is the largest place in Canada to gather those international guests, and that's why cattle have come from all corners of Canada to compete here, because this is the showcase within the beef industry. What are the key to expect to come out of today's annual meeting, Beef Breeds Council annual meeting? Uh, they approve everything that the chair wants. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> kidding, actually. Uh, what, what, what the formality here is really report back to our stakeholders and our members. And so, you know, the progress we've made both from a financially perspective, but how we've influenced the genetic spread in this thing through domestic and international trade. But, you know, in all honesty, we're building this super highway that is the digitized component that, quite frankly, Canada is a leader globally in this space. And we're eventually, we'll hope to get that that to uh, an artificial intelligence platform where it, it learns and treats itself. And Canada, because of size and scale and quality, is uh, leading the world in this new digitization technology advancement from a genetic perspective. The Bold is the chair of the Beef Breeds Council of Canada. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update. Bring the energy of Real Ag Radio to your next customer meeting or conference. From your stage, we'll record an episode in person to inform and provide insight on the latest in agriculture. Email advertising at realagriculture.com to learn more about this unique keynote opportunity. I am your host for the day, Lindsay Smith. And joining me now on the line is Anne Wasco of the Gateway Livestock Exchange. Welcome here, Anne. Good to be here, Lindsay. Let's talk markets. We'll start as uh, as we tend to down in the U.S. Uh, what did we learn this week? We saw Texas and Kansas trade early in the week, 154 to 155. And after that uh, big jump in Texas and Kansas, we also saw the Nebraska market 157 to 158 live. That's three dollars higher, and uh, their dress trade in the north was 245 uh, delivered. So just um, super strong markets. And what's driving that? Well, U.S. cattle feeders are current. You know they were able to get current. Their supplies are tightening of market ready cattle, and their cattle on feed report continues to tell us that that's even going to tighten more right on into the first quarter of 2023. So last week the U. US did have their November 1 cattle on feed report. We saw the October placements in the US down 6%. That's the smallest number since this data series started back in 1996. 
Total on-feed numbers on November 1st in the U.S. were down 2%, and that's their smallest feedlot volume since 2008. So, you know, the data just continues to support tighter supplies um, are here. The markets are showing that and, of course, um, continues to tighten as we move on, on into next year. Before we move on to the Canadian market, so, Lindsay, I just wanted to um, touch base on that that wholesale price, the cutout that we we talk about, the choice cutout uh, in the U.S. And of course, their last trade was on Wednesday night ahead of the holiday. They closed at two fifty two and a half. Um, that is five dollars lower than last week on that wholesale price. But that trend's not really all that surprising. Typically, we see the fall seasonal high in wholesale prices, you know, ahead of U.S. Thanksgiving, you know, or, you know, earlier in November, like we did this year. And the other piece that's fitting into this this wholesale price coming down, U.S. slaughter levels have been absolutely tremendous this year, and that means there's lots of beef around. But it also has been the reason why cattle feeders in the U.S. have been able to get super current and and kind of ride the price higher. So it's kind of a, a, a good news, good news scenario in terms of, uh, of big kills. Yes, lots of beef in the system, but it's been moving at reasonably good levels. And um, that's the scenario south of the border. And I so wish, Lindsay, that we could have some better news to talk about um, in Canadian fed cattle prices. Well, 2022's fed basis is going to be as bad as it was in 2014. And, uh, you know, earlier this year, we talked about the record on feed numbers in Western Canada, part of the, you know, reason to blame, um, if we're blaming, I guess. And uh, today I would suggest, you know, along with still big uh, supplies of cattle, we've got record carcass weights still kicking around. And when you've got record carcass weights week after week after week, it's just pushing more beef uh, onto the system. Mm-hmm. Last week's steer our carcass weight in Canada, for example, was 966 pounds. That's 22 pounds over last year and 30 pounds over the five-year average. So we're not talking about a pound or two. Mm-hmm. We're talking about lots of extra steers, if you will, right, yeah. um, that are that are hitting the marketplace. So all of those things are just not letting us get out from this dark cloud of very weak basis or that spread. If somebody's listening and going, what was she talking about basis? That's that spread between us in the U.S. or the Canadian prices and U.S. prices. Mm-hmm. So... If we can back up, because we haven't talked about this a little while and it's not moving and it is poor, as you said, historically, where can we pinpoint where this started? Where where did it all start to fall apart? Well, we really it's been all year long. It's at 2022 right right from the get go has been um, a weak basis year for. And again, earlier this year, I remember having those calls and conversations with Sean about you know, the first quarter of 2022, we had the biggest on-feed numbers we'd ever seen in Western Canada. You know, when we flip the calendar to December next year, it's going to be 12 months of disappointing basis. It's been the entire year, and it started with record um, on-feed numbers earlier this year. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. Your agro weather forecast on the source 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com.
So today's outlook, as I said, snow and blowing snow, about 5 centimeters expected. Wind northwest 50, gusting to 70. The temperature will fall this afternoon to minus 9. The wind chill will be near minus 20. Snow tonight and blowing snow, 2 to 4 centimeters, and the winds will gust to 70K. Temperature steady near minus 10 tonight. Tomorrow, periods of light snow. Wind northwest 30, gusting to 50. Temperature falling to minus 13 tomorrow afternoon. Wind chill near minus 23. Cloudy Tuesday night with a low minus 17. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high minus 13. Wednesday night, 60% chance of flurries, the low minus 15. Thursday, cloudy, 70% chance of flurries, the high minus 12, the low minus 19. Friday, partly cloudy, the high minus 19, the low minus 23. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high minus 13, the low minus 20. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high minus 20. And currently, the hot spot is Yorkton at minus 4. The cold spot, Cypress Hills at minus 15. The roundup sees Estevan at minus 6. Saskatoon, minus 7. Swift Current, minus 11. Weyburn, minus 7. Yorkton is minus 4. Regina has snow and blowing snow at minus 7 degrees. That's 19 Fahrenheit. Of course, it is overcast. Winds are from the northwest at 41, gusting to 55. Humidity is 83%. The barometric pressure is rising, 99.8. Light snow and blowing snow in Moose Jaw, minus 7. Winds are from the west-northwest at 48, gusting to 59. Once again, Regina, snow and blowing snow, it's minus 7. That's 19 Fahrenheit. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This Agribition Report is brought to you by Nelson GM and 2S Auctioneers. The burning of the brand officially kicked off Agribition this morning. Barns are starting to fill up at Agribition as exhibitors prepare for the big opening. Stars President Andrea Robertson was chosen to be a key part of the official opening burning of the brand. It's so fun to be here. It's just a, it's such an amazing event. And then in addition to that, you think about the partnership we've had with them since 2014. This association's come together and has supported STARS for a long time now. And we're celebrating over $250,000 through the door. And so you know what that means to us, um, our ability to get out there for the next person who might need us. How much are you getting today? Today. Yeah. Oh, this is just a celebration of a cumulative gift, and we're hoping over the week to raise a whole bunch of money. Any numbers you want to put on it? No. No. Lots. How about that? Many zeros. How's that? How important is STARS to rural Saskatchewan? Well, you know, I think that it all comes down to um, we have amazing government support, but half of what we it costs us to run every year, and then we raise the other half. So think about rural, remote, alone, farm, highway, byway, and the difference between your ability to live or not live could come, come down to us getting there in time. So I think it has huge meaning to every one of us that live in Saskatchewan. One. Cost us about $20 million to operate the two bases, so about $10 million a base, and so we have to raise about $10 million every year. It's a lot of money. Agribition runs today, it opened today, and continues through Saturday, December 3rd. That's the Agribition Champion Report. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers. McDougalAuctions.com. And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. 
Patterson Liquid Systems expect the best. An Australian with a PhD in animal breeding and genetics is a guest speaker in Regina this afternoon at the annual Beef Breeds Meeting. Dr. Steve Miller outlines his presentation today. So we're talking about um, genetic improvement and, and selection tools to, to make genetic progress. And it focuses on the data, the data that you need to create um, what we call genomic prediction. So, you know, pulling a DNA sample on an animal and looking at that DNA and predicting the traits based on the based on the DNA. But to do that you actually need you need the animals measured for the trait with the DNA to train the DNA for the for the trait. So a lot of the message for Canada is um, developing those data sets to come up with really good geno genomic predictions. Because the DNA is a great tool for the breeder because they can go out, pull pull a DNA sample and get the prediction for the traits without having to measure them on the cattle themselves because they're measured on other cattle that are related. That's the kind of the take home message there. How do Canadian cattle compare to Australian cattle? Yeah, oh, C Canadian cattle are actually fairly uh, well represented in Australia. And so if you go, if you're especially, well, Australia is very much split in terms of a north and a south industry and the north is very tropical so they got to have Brahmin cattle which we don't get them from Australia, from Canada but in the south it's very temperate and so there is quite a flow of genetics from Canada to Australia and I think if you were to go into most say Hereford and Angus pedigrees you'll find Canadian Canadian blood there so a lot of a lot of breeders would be familiar by and, and a lot of it has to do with well there's the quality of the cattle but also the health status of Canada because Canada can export embryos and semen to to Australia because of the health status that we have in the in the country uh, and I say we because I'm from Canada originally so that's the accents from Ontario so what in Australia are you looking for from Canada what what genetics are you looking for yeah well there's um, a, a big a big thing for uh, in Australia is actually carcass quality so they're getting paid for say marbling there's actually serious premiums for marbling so when they're looking for genetics that's one of the that's probably one of the big attributes that they're looking for is yeah, so, but they, they'll be looking for it in Canadian cattle or American cattle or wherever, wherever they can get it yeah a lot of consumers think of marbling as just fat and waste and they throw it away but you're saying there's a, an important reason for marbling yeah so a big book well, like Canada Australia's a big exporter and a lot of the export goes to Asian Pacific Rim and up into Japan and Korea and those places and they pay significant premiums for marbling in that higher end um, so one of the differences that we see if you look at the breeds like the breeds that are most prevalent and things obviously we got the Brahmin influence for the tropical parts but if we look at our genotyping rates for example Angus would be number one and Angus is the biggest breed here in Canada but number two for us is Wagyu and Japanese yes and it's that highly marbled highly marbled breed and so they're getting significant premiums for that marbling that we don't it's a bit of a difference that we don't we don't have the same trend even even in the US you know the Angus and other breeds dominate and Wagyu is not that prominent but it's, it has become the number number two breed there and continues to go up I've heard marbling really adds flavor that's a key part of it is that correct yep there's um, definitely fl flavor but also um, yeah juiciness so all overall eating quality, I guess, you, if, you, if, you were to, if you were to, you know, you line up, you line up um, 
consumers and you give them taste you, you do a taste yeah. you do a taste test and things like that they'll come by their overall liking is higher with with more marbling yeah now i think some of the grades in that wagyu category would oh, I, for example it's it's um something that i'm not used to you know and i think most canadian consumers wouldn't be used to it's it's pretty pretty extreme yeah, i've heard you know i've heard yeah it's more if you look at a picture of it it's more white than red steve miller is a guest speaker today in regina at the annual canadian beef breeds council meeting you're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source, 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. Agriculture Minister David Merritt was part of the official ceremonies for the opening of Agribition today. Merritt says the annual livestock show plays an important part of the Saskatchewan economy. Very excited to see it back in full force again, Jim. And uh, actually, we're just watching a bunch of kids walk through it too, as well. And that's really what the show is about: is showcasing what the livestock industry has done, not only in the province of Saskatchewan but Western Canada. Obviously, we feel the Canadian Western Exhibition is the greatest show, not in just in Canada but in North America, and uh, it gives us a great opportunity to showcase worldwide what we're doing here in Western Canada in the livestock industry. When you see, you know, countries from around the world, I mean, record numbers. Uh, you know, we've had as many as 80 different countries here, over 1,200 delegates from uh, around the world. They're coming here for the main reason is to really look at what we're doing in the livestock industry. But really the story to tell is let the livestock producers tell their story on what they're doing and showcasing the sustainability in the livestock industry here in the province of Saskatchewan. I'm very excited to uh, be here, very honoured to be the Minister of Agriculture representing the, the ag industry here in the province of Saskatchewan, but representing the livestock sector and all those participants. One thing I really do love to see here is the intergenerational within the showcasing of the livestock industry where I see grand grandfathers and grandmothers with their grandsons and granddaughters, you know, looking, working the pens and showing the cattle and seeing the 4-H doing what they're doing. I'm excited to go to the 4-H thing tonight. I'm uh, really excited to be here for the entire week and I will be here as much as I possibly can be here, Jim. David Merritt is the Minister of Agriculture for Saskatchewan. The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on The Source, 620 CKRM. Market Update brought to you by Freeze Tallman Lumber. Since 1956, Freeze Tallman has been your trusted building material supplier for every type of project. Freeze Tallman in Regina and Fort Capel. And Farm Fresh Water, they'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. Grain prices were mixed in early trading. Viterra prices for canola fell a dollar twenty-two at seven eighty thirty-two. One red spring wheat went up two sixty-nine at four twenty-one twenty-six. The rest were unchanged. Durham four ninety-eight fifty. Feed barley three sixty-two eighty-seven. Chickpeas nine twenty-five ninety-five. Flax seven forty-two ninety-eight. Lentils seven fifty-two fifty. Oats 279.32, yellow peas 469.08, and feed wheat 289.56. It's the Livestock Reports on The Source, 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock, 842-4574. And now, the latest quotes. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Lee Brain, the Mark Report, direct from Heartland and Swift Card. 4,200 head on offer last week. Butcher cows sold steady. Bread cows sold between 1,500 and 2,100. 
Here are the quotations. D1 and 2 cows, 80 to 85, sales up to 90. D3 cows, 70 to 83, good bulls, $1.15 to $1.25. Under 1,900 pounds, 90 to $1.10. Here are the quotations. 3 to 400 pound steers, $3 to $3.57. We had one group. Of steers at three sixty three at three fifty seven and a quarter, four to five hundred pound two ninety to two fifteen, five six hundred pound two seventy five to three dollars, six seven hundred pound two fifty to two sixty five and a half, seven eight hundred pound two twenty five to two fifty, heifers three to four hundred pounds two dollars to two sixty nine fifty, four to five hundred pounds one ninety to two forty five and a half. Five six hundred pounds one seventy five to two forty. Six seven hundred pound heifers one sixty five to two twenty five. Seven hundred to eight hundred pounds one fifty five to one seventy. Bread cow sales this Thursday seven hundred bread cows. This has been leave from Heartland Livestock and Swift Square. And the latest Saskatchewan pork prices two hundred six dollars fifty seven cents per CKG. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit 2ndlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid. Canada's outstanding young farmers come from different parts of the country, but both have multiple sources of farm income. Cody Straz and Allison Squires from Wood Mountain, Saskatchewan, and brothers Guillaume and Etienne Lessard from Quebec were honored at Special Awards Gala in Saskatoon on the weekend. Straza talks about their organic farm located about 235 kilometers southwest of Regina. Farmed for well, a few years, uh, kind of in cooperation with my parents and their farm. We built a grain cleaning plant with them. We started doing uh, regenerative agriculture practices in uh, about 2016 or so. And then in 2019, uh, we expanded into beef cattle. The Lassards have three income streams on their farm about an hour south of Quebec City. Dairy, organic pigs, and maple syrup. The Outstanding Young Farmers Program recognized producers under the age of 40. On the markets... The TSX is down 91 points to 20,292. The Dow has fallen 268 points to 34,079. Oil has risen 90 cents at 77.18 a barrel. The Canadian dollar is at 74.40 cents U.S. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the on-demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, following the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything ag. 620 CKRM.